Welcome to Live Let Thrive, a podcast about the Airbnb life, the share economy, and everything in between. Here are your hosts, Micah and Steve. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Live Let Thrive. What it do? <laughs> What's up, Micah, man? It's been a minute. Man, it's been a minute, man. How you doing, Stevie Stacks? Uh, hanging in there, dude. Hanging in there. You know, a lot of craziness like you. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, hanging in. Not, not, not just you and me, but the whole world, apparently. Yeah, the whole world that went crazy. Uh, <laughs> nah, for real, like the whole world that went crazy. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if we're doing racism or COVID, but hey, <laughs> you know. <laughs> the flavor of the week, huh? Yeah. Well, yeah, man, I don't know. Stuff's crazy. Stuff's out of hand. But, uh, man, so how has the real estate world been going for you? It's been going okay. It's been, uh, I mean, everybody's paying still my three rentals long terms. Um, I, you know, tried to do a couple of deals, didn't exactly go through. But, um, you know, just keep trying, keep plugging away. See, the thing is, I want to differentiate from like previous deals, you know, they've been putting a nice little base hit, maybe, you know, maybe a double, but I want to, I want to start, you know, get saving the powder for like a, for like a triple or a home run. You know what I'm saying? I need to get me some, I need to get me some runs on the board. Yeah. I feel you, man. I've uh, been trying to hit some runs too, but Hey, if the deal falls through, man, look at it this way, be a shopper, not a buyer. You know what I mean? You're shopping for the best deal. That's what you got to look at it as, you know? So be a shopper, not a buyer. I like that. Yes, sir. Be a shopper, not a buyer. So, I mean, yeah, you know. So, yeah, I, I had a few deals fall through. I had a closed on a deal. Real quickly, real quickly. Quit. This is episode 127 of your favorite Airbnb, VRBO, Home Away, Real Estate, Share Economy, all that stuff podcast. And um, tune in for more. Man, I'm happy you did that, man. We just got the rolling right up in it, man, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> But yeah, man. Uh, so yeah, you're gonna hit a few home. We're gonna hit a few home runs. Some stuff you'll miss. You know what I'm saying? But so I finally you were closing on some. Yeah, I closed on the 27th. No, the 28th, like a day after my birthday or something like that. I closed on a deal, uh, three one and a half in Arkansas. Um, oh, nice. I, yeah, got it off auction.com. Auction. We need yeah. to jump into auction.com, man. You need to tell yeah. me all about it. So I bought it off auction.com. I'll tell you what the issue I'm having right now. The issue I'm having. So the bank, I bought it off auction.com, closed on it. But I couldn't get, I can't get the damn lockbox off, right? So I'm like, man, how I get this lockbox off? I called the bank. They're like, we didn't put it on. I called HUD. They said they didn't put it on. So I was like, forget it. Once I got my paperwork that I closed on it, I was like, I'm going to have my parents go over there tomorrow with the paperwork that I closed on it with a locksmith. He's going to take it off. And then they go in and we're going to see how much work we got to do. So it's pretty much going to be a burr. You know, we're going to buy it rehab it refinance it and then get another one so that's what i've been working on hopefully we get that um, hopefully we get that one up by august 1st that's my timeline august 1st get it fully rehabbed and ready to go but other and uh, have you have you seen the inside of it yet no you've been oh, inside it oh shit thing. you haven't seen the inside but i'm hoping it ain't tore up too bad i don't think it is though how the city was talking to me they're like oh no 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 the people who uh they were planning on moving out. They might still have a few things outside, which they have some stuff outside. But, you know, and even at that, we budgeted for it. We did an extra little, we're like, hey, if we have to put this much in, it's cool. So I did a little budget sheet for it. So I was like, it's cool. So I'm not not like, oh, man, if it's messed up on the inside, I'm like, cool. Because I know the outside's cool, you know. 
but I'm having it's probably having somebody inspect it, like the plumbing and all that, make sure that's good. But yeah, man, I'm excited for it. So this is your first like full rehab? Yeah, this is my first full rehab. Ooh. You know, this is that you're stepping up in the game. Yeah, yeah, this is when you got to get your right contractors and all that. So, but good thing is I have a lot of uh, people that will handle most of it for me, like my contractors, paint. My brother's a painter, and then uh, my dad's real handy. So we'll, we'll, we'll uh, I think we're gonna we're gonna be onto something big. So I'm, that's what oh. I always you know hear from like investors because you're not really, I mean, in a way they're saying you're not really investing until you you get one that needs work and you fix it up and then and then do something with it. You know, we've been lucky. We 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 caught some houses on the when the market was down and coming up a little, but now it's you got to find some deals. You can't do that anymore. You know, especially I thought oh COVID. You know, everything's gonna drop. Man, nothing dropped. It dropped for like half a second, and then everything shot back up, man. It was crazy. Yeah, they said pandemics don't really affect real estate, man. But I'm like you. I kind of thought it was going to drop too, and then, yeah, people losing jobs, you know. But then it's like as soon as stuff opened back up, boom, you know, it was crazy. Like uh, oil stocks just went through the roof the last five days. I think they took a little bit of a dip today, but – Man, it's crazy, you know. So you bought some of those or, or when it when they dropped, right? Oh hell yeah, I was man, I was buying. Hey, the only time I buy, you know me, I was out of the stock market. The only thing I had was a few marijuana stocks, and they're still down. As soon as everything started dropping, I bought oil. Uh, I actually invested a bunch of money in Hertz, who filed bankruptcy, but it is going up. <laughs> oil, Hertz, AMC, like anything that was I knew was going to have to have a bounce back. Movie theater, I invested in all that. Did you sell any of it or are you holding on to um, it? I, I sold all my initial investment and then everything else I'm playing with is house money. Oh, nice. So That's how you do like, it. Yeah, I'm up like, I think I was up like 152% today. It's all <laughs> I was like, man, I, I got lucky. Man. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, because, man, I missed that American Airlines gravy train, though. Mm. That was a lot of gravy trains, but yeah, that was one of them. Yeah. Um, so, so auction.com real quick. Cause like, oh, yeah. so, so you go on there, you just, you, you pay, you pay a fee to become a member, right? No, no, no. So you pay to bid. So like you pay 2,500 to bid, right? And it ain't even, it, you just, you can put it on a credit card and it's just a hold. They don't even take the money out of your account. They just hold it. So after let's say you lose the bid, if you lose the bid, it instantly goes back to your credit card. It doesn't even hit you. Uh, if you win the bid, it goes back to your credit card and then you can apply that 2500 to the closing costs or whatever. And then you pay whatever you want. Like I won the bid at 48.5. Once I hit the bid at 48.5, I uh, paid the, you know, the earnest money deposit. That's what it's towards the earnest money. And then you go from there. They get a closing type company over there. Uh, what I did was I had, um, I went over, I actually drove by the property when I was in Arkansas last weekend. I drove by it just to see the outside, make sure it wasn't nothing too crazy going on. Uh, check out the neighborhood. Neighborhood was cool. Nice little park at the end of the neighborhood. Real quiet neighborhood. And, uh, that's how it is, man. You close on it. And it's yours. Once it's yours, you just, you got to hope though it's not occupied. Sometimes they do sell occupied properties, but the one that I bought was listed as occupied, but there was nobody there. I just drove by it just to see if it was vacant and it was vacant. Every time I drove by, I had my, I drove by, I had my sister drive by and I had my, uh, my dad drive by and it was vacant. And, I got lucky. So if you at auction.com, you have the advantage of seeing if it's occupied or vacant because on the listing, it just shows it's occupied and it's not always the case. So you can get some real good deals turned 
next day you in there getting the rehab rehab on. So. Do some homework, a little bit of homework. Yeah, just do some homework, run your numbers. You know, uh, me, I can be a little bit lenient with the numbers because I'm just doing a burr. I'm not about to flip it, you know, so. So are you going to, are you allowed to finance homes on auction.com? Like, like when can, you, yeah. You can, but it, it, it's very rare. It's very, you, there's a few, but it's, it's very rare that you, most of them are going to be asking for cash. Some, cash. a lot of them don't even let you do hard money. Really? Yeah, they straight up tell you you better have cash in hand. Which I mean, a hard money lender, some of them just hey, here's the cash in hand, boom, you go for it, you know. But yeah, they want cash in hand. Okay, so you're just gonna pay cash for this thing, and then yeah. put how much? Well, you don't know until you get in there how much you anticipate pumping we, into we it. Budgeted for fifty, but I, I, I I'm. You gonna put fifty into it? Yeah, I'm budgeting for fifty, but if if we got to do like, I'm hopefully thirty. If we can do 30, refinance it all back, we're good. So so what's the um, after repair value? It, well, the one next directly next door, he fixed it up real nice. It was like 112. Oh, okay. And, and for how our holding costs, we ain't got no holding costs because it's already paid for. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, 50 is a little high, but I saw I wanted to do like 30 at max. So we can get it for 30. We can get every refinance and get everything back. But you plan to Airbnb it, right? Yes, sir. That's gonna be that's gonna be the killer for it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Arkansas making a little noise about Airbnb. Um... They were a little bit, but they kind of backed off a little bit. And then I had one of the persons who manages my place, their older person, and they, you know, they they had some not they had good stuff to say about Airbnb, but they kind of went about it. They start writing a senator about stuff they should do. I'm like, hey, let's kind of keep the Let's keep that crap off of us for now. <laughs> let's, I don't care if you have suggestions. Let's let's keep that uh, senator stuff off of us right now. <laughs> Airbnb get too hot, you know. So, other than that, you know, uh, they they kind of calmed down on it a little bit, you know. But um, this is the market I went into in Sherwood. It's a little bit of a different market, you know. So, we'll see how this goes. So you did a, you did a cash out refi also? Yeah. Did yeah. I go through yet? Oh, it's done. That's how I, that's how I got this one. Okay, cause but you you had trouble with your Wells Fargo. Oh man, that's on this new refi. That's for the primary man. Like, so I went through New American Funding. Um, Tiana, she gave us the information on New American Funding. They give me really low interest rates. I actually I'm refinancing to a three point six two five. So nice. I got that, but then they were like, and I I, I just got my. Uh, property out of forbearance i didn't know it was in, i didn't know the forbearance was showing up mm. you know? so they, they were like hey you have two properties in forbearance you have to show us letters that it's out of forbearance and you've been making the payments and the letter just came in today and i forwarded that that off to them and they're like oh they received it we're good and they're gonna continue on with the underwriting but yeah so if you have mortgages in forbearance if you're trying to refinance you can't refinance either. or buy a house you can't buy anything nah, either. Can't you're locked either. up unless you're cash unless you got it in cash but yeah you ain't you can't finance anything pretty much. So. See, I'm waiting. I'm, I was waiting to see what's going to happen. Like after this month, when the forbearance has come due, you know, cause everybody jumped in the forbearances one in March, April, May, yeah. June. So yeah, this should be the, the month where people are like, Oh crap, what do I do? You know, are they going to face a balloon payment or yeah. they're going to face like super high payments now? Cause they, you know, added on to your payment. Well, what are they going to do, man? Yeah. And, and a lot of people said it, uh, 
a guy posted the other day, he goes, even after these four forbearances, he goes, it could take up a year to like six. It takes like six months to do a foreclosure. So let's say that's nine months. He goes, look at about 2021 till it really stuff really starts hitting the market. I was like, oh, that's a good idea. Good way to look at it. You know, 2021, that's when we'll really start hitting the market. You know, the people who the foreclosures, things like that. Mm. So, but yeah, and I, uh, man, I didn't realize also, my day, they ain't been taking my student loan payments. Oh, in four, all student loan payments are in forbearance till September because I just have it on automatic withdrawal. Man, I logged in the other day because I had to print off the documents to uh, for your loan. And uh, mm-hmm. I was like, damn, they ain't been taking my payment, which is cool because, you know, I ain't got to pay till September. I was like, forget it. I'm going to just, whatever extra cash I have, I'll just throw it at this rehab or whatever, you know? So I was like, I ain't <laughs> going to worry about it. I ain't going to pay it till September. So, yeah. Well, yeah, That's cool. a lot of crazy stuff's been going on. How about on your end? Well, I was, I was um, closing on one in, um, in Grand Prairie. Okay. Over there off, I, I might have even sent it to you. I don't know. But it's over there off like um like Pine oh, where is it at? Uh like Pioneer, other side of one sixty one, over that way. And you know, it's a diverse neighborhood. <laughs> it's <laughs> a diverse neighborhood. It's a diverse diverse neighborhood. Hold on, uh, Pioneer hold on, let me think about it. Pioneer and Grand Prairie. That's South Grand Prairie. That's going like well. Mm-hmm. Kind it's on the north side of of twenty. So north yeah, side of twenty. It's north of twenty. Yeah, it's you know where you know where the big Walmart is off one sixty one. There's like back in there. There's some houses over that. I way. don't know if that's diverse, man. That's that's more Hispanics over there, right? Okay, well this it's mostly yeah Mexican neighborhoods. Yeah, it's cool. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's a, over there. They're cool. They're cool people over there. It's an yeah. It's a nice area. I mean, it's I, I'm comfortable there. And um, so you've 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 done arbitrage over there before? No, I was trying to pick one up. Oh, okay. I was trying to pick okay. one up, and they didn't go through. But yeah, I know I know where you're, exactly where you at. Yeah, so I was already going to go through with this one. The thing is, I had foundation issues, and um, but they were going to get the foundation company to pay for it, like at closing kind of deal. But then, I mean, they had like big cracks in the walls and big like like a big gash in the wall. So it was apparent. And um, it was yeah, it was very visible, and you could some of the tiles was cracked and then the bathrooms i was gonna have to redo the bathroom i was looking at all this stuff i was gonna have to do man i was like man i just i just had cold feet man i just backed out of it i was like you know i just i think more deals because i was doing it right when when covid was coming and you know and i was like i think more deals are gonna come up i think i I was telling myself i think more deals are gonna come up oh man we'll see sent that one to me man (laughs) <laughs> I'm down to do a straight low ball offer, you know. I'm like, well, you got these. Well, they had other offers though, so they they chose mine, but they they were gonna go with a low ball offer. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Right now, it's still a seller's market, man. It's crazy. Even with him having a back, well, I don't know how much foundation repair cost. I would call my guy Jabron on that if he, you know. But yeah. Yeah, if yeah, if you feel like it ain't a good one, back out. You know, I had yeah, I had my take your money yeah. going. Yeah, straight up. And then I was gonna. There's one on Padre I was really interested in, but I just, I kind of, oh man, I just hate, I just hate. I even sent you a thing, you know, breaking even ain't winning, and the, and I was thinking of that one. You know, I could probably break even, but that's not a goal, man. You don't want to break even uh, <laughs> unless it's my dream. You know, my dream condo, like overlooking the beach and stuff like that. 
someone out something I could live in, then be I'll break even all you know until it paid until it's paid off. I'm I'm gonna go live there or whatever. But this one was it was it was it was decent decent price. But I was just like those HOAs are killers at the beach, man. You gotta you gotta have something that people want to rent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, appreciation and cash flow go for it all the time, man. You can't yeah. get cash flow, man. So I want to get a I want to get a home run, man. And yeah. so I might have to hit up that auction.com. Man, there's some deals on there. Some deals. <laughs> I mean, that's the I ain't gonna lie. Out of this whole quarantine, that's the only home run I didn't hit is uh, getting a damn house because everything else, man, it's been hell. I'm talking. Yeah. Uh, duh, I'm talking terrible, man. Oh, you've been through some shit. Ooh. I'm talking, man. Had some shitty roofers. I call out this company. They ain't got back to me, so I'm about to go and call them out. If you're in the DFW, do not use linear roofing. I'm straight up, bro. Like, they came out here and put out my roof, right? My house is built in no one. Now, I ain't going to lie. It was a shitty build. The builders who built the house did it in a terrible job. They ran the gas lines on the roof. So the roofers, of course, they went and put the roof on, bust holes with nails in all my gas lines throughout the house. Mm. I smelled the gas. Like the first day it got done, I smelled the gas. And I was like, maybe, I'm like, maybe it's something else. You know, I'm like, whatever. I walked to my garage, but the smell went away. But since they busted everything in the attic, the smell stayed in the attic, but I didn't smell it because I don't really just go in the attic, you know. But the smell was seeping out of the attic and into the neighbor's house. Oh, the neighbor called the gas company like, hey, we smell gas. And it was crazy because my birthday weekend was the 26th. And I had my friends over here. My friends was like, man, we were by the oven. And he was like, he's like, dude, I smell gas in your house. And I was like, I know. I thought I smelled it. But it went away again. And I'm like, okay, whatever. So ended up the neighbors called the gas company. Gas company comes knocking on my door. He's like, hey, man. He goes, I'm picking up readings. He goes, your neighbor called the gas company. And he goes, I've been doing readings in the neighborhood. And I think it's coming from your house. He knocks, this is like nine o'clock at night. And I don't really hear him because I'm upstairs and Mahogany's in the backyard doing her little, her, her uh, Herbalife stuff, her thing. And so by the time I, I come back, I come out, I finally hear him. I come outside and he puts the gas meter in my house. And she starts going. And he's like, hey, man, be honest, get your family out the house. And I'm like, oh, shit. So he's like, man, just get your family out the house. He goes, I'm serious. I don't know. He goes, man, this is like high gas readings. I come out the house. I get mahogany. We all come out the house. Luckily, Malachi's in Arkansas. I don't have him with me. We come out the house. Fire department comes over here. Guy has to cut off the gas line to the house. So we're without gas for like a week. We had to get a plumber out to fix the gas. Cost me four grand. Mm. Gas. Not only did he have to fix the gas, he had to run brand new lines through all throughout the house. I had to cut drywall behind me. He had to cut into the drywall oh, of the upstairs, the downstairs, and in the garage. Run all new lines through my house. Called the roofing company. He was like, he, at first he came through like he was cool. He's like, oh man, I'm sorry. You know, he goes, he goes, I know. It's, he goes, I know the gas lines were on the roof. He goes, I know it's a bad bill, but they were working before we touched your roof. I was like, okay, cool. And he was like, hey, send me everything. So I sent him everything, sent him the invoice of what I paid. Ain't heard back from him. Mm. So, this is like a couple weeks ago. I was like, all right, whatever. So I was like, man, I'm going to keep the final check from the insurance or until he calls me back. He still ain't called me back. I'm like, man, forget this company. Linear roofing, they don't ever use them. So the final check you got from the insurance, did that cover what you paid or no? Hell no. Oh, fuck. 
Hell no. So I didn't pay damn. I paid ten. I paid ten G's for a damn movie. Duh. Deductible plus all, and I ain't even got the uh, drywall fixed. The drywall, they but the now the plumbing company was on point with how they cut the holes. They cut it very. They're called Tioga Plumbing. They're on point. They they they're on point with it, and they're actually the suggested one of the suggested plumbers for Atmos. Because as soon as the the it's funny, as soon as Atmos came out, because I had the linear roofing sign in my yard, and he and as soon as he came, we got outside. He goes, hey. If they just put a roof on your house, and I say, yeah, he goes, he goes, I can already tell you what happened. I was like, what? He goes, they put holes in your lines. He said, I promise you, that's what happened. As soon as the plumber came out, he he pulled the damn line off. He goes, yeah, dude, they put holes in all your lines in your roof. He said, all your gas lines. So we had to sleep in a hotel for a night. We didn't have no hot water. We had to bathe at the neighbors' houses. It was bad. And then, uh, yeah, dude, it's bad. So I got to get new drywall. Uh, new ceilings because the roof was leaking. So they, they fixed the, the roofing company, put the new roof on so that fixed the leaks. Um, you know, I got a brand new AC unit. Like it's been a money pit, but it's it's coming back. It's going to come back. I ain't tripping, you know, but. Dude. Yeah. The leaks were from the storms or what? Yeah. From the storms. Oh, geez. And then uh, I had ended up having, then I had a uh, a leak at one of my Airbnbs. I had to replace all the floors in the Airbnb. It's oh. been crazy, man. Then I did the damn. I had a damn party at my Airbnb. Somebody had a quarantine party. <laughs> they got knives. They were pulling out knives on each other. The cops. The cops called me and told me there was a party in my Airbnb. <laughs> Holy crap! I was like, "What?" She goes, "Yeah, it's a party over here." She goes, "I'll wait for you guys to get here, but..." He goes, I'll tell you now, they, they messed up your house. I was like, oh. oh. It wasn't too bad. Like, we got to get new drywall. <laughs> new drywall, new duvets, new rugs. And we put, submitted a claim for 700 to Airbnb. And they're like, they like to said, submit everything to us and we'll get it all paid out. So I'm just submitted everything, waiting for the payout on that. So Just waiting. Yeah, dude, it's been crazy. But it's God, funny, like, this no. whole time, you would think something like, damn, man, I'm going through all that. I really just been keeping my head up, man. I was reading the book. Uh, th- I finished the book, Think and Grow Rich. That really helped me get through everything. Mm-hmm. And man, it, it's been crazy. But I was like, man, it'll all come back straight up. Wow, you're getting it all over with at once. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's crazy, dude. I'm like, damn, it's been the craziest quarantine. <laughs> get shut down. Oh, man. Parties. I was like, yeah, man. But yeah, they had party. They pulled knives on each other, though entire jacksonville force had to show up it was crazy mm. but yeah, so you're gonna you're gonna sue linear roofing mahogany wants to um, uh. i'm like i look at it like this how much money is it gonna i mean unless you take them to small claims. small claims court okay yeah. i might do something like that because mahogany's real big on that mahogany like hell no they paying for this shit you know so. <laughs> she's more gangster when it comes to stuff like that, you know, so I might, I might do that, you know, like, damn, you broke all the lines and I ain't heard back from you, you know, so yeah. Yeah. DFW Houston, you see linear roofing, you tell them to get the hell off your property. (laughs) Cause you put them on blast on social media and he said the owner hit you up like immediately. Yeah. He hit me up and they got back to me ever since, man. Mm. I was just like, come on, man. You know what I'm saying? Damn. That's crazy. Now the um, 
I heard some like this this um real estate this real estate show I was listening to one time. Yeah. And he was talking about all the ins and outs and one of the things he mentioned was was contracts. And he said, you know, cuz he, he the guy this guy came from the music industry actually then he went on to the you know do real estate and he's saying, you know, really a lawyer will tell you unless you're going to win $30,000 or more guaranteed from a lawsuit, don't even bother with one because the time and the effort and all this stuff. And it goes, this, I mean, you won't even break even, you know what I'm saying? After it's all said and done and dragged out or whatever. I don't know about what the small claims thing, you know, but he was talking about more like big time contracts. He goes, because you're going to get screwed over in business and real estate and, you know, all kinds of stuff. You can get screwed over. You just got to weigh it out. You go, if you're going to win at least $30,000 guaranteed slam dunk, then it's not even, a lot of times it's not even worth it. Straight I was up. like, damn. He said, don't matter what it says on a contract. It's what you can afford, you know? Yeah. And it'll cost more money than to enforce it. Right up. And I, that's how I look at it too. I'm like, man, it's either, I, I'll probably, I'm going to talk to Mahogany after this. Maybe we'll look at small claims court to get our money back. You know? Just keep blasting them on social media. Oh, hell yeah. I'm about to blast <laughs> shit out of here. Matter of fact, Mahogany going to blast them too. We're about to have the whole squad live, let, thrive. As a matter of fact, live, let, thrive fans, y'all can blast them too. Hell, they ain't worth a damn. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, but yeah, so – you're right. Uh, that's one thing. But I, I look at it now as a learning lesson. The next time I get a roof put on, I'm going to tell the roofing company, because this company's been around for 50 damn years, and they know damn better. They should know better anyway. Um, I'm going to definitely tell them, hey, make sure y'all don't puncture no lines. You know, I know it. I know now. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. look at life as a learning lesson. So everybody getting a roof, make sure they don't mess up your any of your lines, especially because the guy, the gas guy, he was like, man, you better be lucky you wasn't no water lines up there like in those old houses he goes they're flooding mm. your old house i was like damn you're right Jeez. yeah so cool. what year what year was your house built oh one oh one okay oh yeah, one so it's 20 years old now at this point see my house don't even have gas my this oh, yeah. my current house no it's not a gas house what year was it built 92 but i mean all my other th- my other three houses are gas but this one's not gas so it's all electric Really? Yeah, and there's no gas lines here. Yeah, see, uh, let me see, where else did I have gas? Yeah, I've only had gas here. In Arkansas, there's a few places with gas, but, uh, yeah, because I, I, I lived in the Northwest, and nobody, I don't remember ever having gas. Everything was electric. Right. Yeah. I had a lady that was going to rent from me one time, but she backed out, you know, she went long term. Yeah. At the, my Hearst house, and she backed out. She's like, I just, you know, I'm I'm terrified of gas, and I think <laughs> I'm afraid that the house will blow up. I'm like, yeah. shit. I was like, okay, you know, <laughs> someone else, someone else rented it right away. But yeah. but um, yeah, man. I mean, that's I mean, thank God that y'all weren't even like like weren't asleep when that shit, you know, happened. I mean, like yeah. y'all could have been, y'all could have been gone. Yeah. For real, man, or lit something on fire, or lit up a match. (laughs) (laughs) For real, man. Like, damn, you know. That's insane. Good thing, yeah. Thank God. I I even thank the neighbor. I'm like, man, thank you for calling because we didn't smell it anymore. It was seeping out of our, uh, out of our uh, attic to the next door neighbor's house. And they were Mm. like, they thought it was in their house. So, like, when we walked outside, they were all outside. The whole neighbors were outside because once I got outside, my neighbor across the street was like, you know what? He goes, my mother-in-law kept saying she smelled gas in the neighborhood. 
I'm like, man, shit was coming from my damn house. <laughs> yeah, carbon, carbon monoxide detectors? No, I don't. No, I do. I do. Oh, you it, do. Wouldn't, okay. it wouldn't detect. But it was too high up. It was too high up. I think it was too high up, but I don't think carbon monoxide and gas. This is because oh. he, he explained the difference between the two. Oh, okay. He goes, gas can make carbon monoxide. It has to be mixed with something. He said something that it has to be mixed with, but he was like, uh, he was like, I don't think a carbon because I do have a carbon monoxide detector right there. Um, yeah, I didn't, it didn't detect anything because it's natural gas. So, hmm. yeah, man, we got lucky. So you taking advantage of any um, of any cheap deals to go on any trips coming up? I'm thinking about it. Uh, I'm thinking I I definitely want to go on a trip, man. I'm I'm thinking <laughs> about hopping on another cruise, man. I was like, man, I'm trying to get to Miami and go hop on a cruise ship. Uh, I'm definitely looking at it, you know. But right now, I'm just trying to get this new one up, get this new one up, this new unit up. Once we get this new unit up, we decided we'll take – like what we decided to do is after we buy a house and after we get it up and running, we'll take a trip just to celebrate. So it keeps you motivated, you know. Mm, that's pretty that's, cool. Re- reward yourself. Yeah, 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 reward yourself. So after we get this one up, we'll start go, – go look on another trip. Because I know this is about to be a good experience, you know, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we're headed to South Padre Island next week. SPI, how you liking SPI, it? Yeah, yeah, we love SPI, man. That's like, yeah, we love going there. You staying so at Airbnb? Gonna, yeah, we're staying at Airbnb. Like, is it a and, condo? Uh, mm-hmm. It's a condo by the beach. Not on the beach, but it's like right across the street. Mm-hmm. And um, it's got a pretty good deal. It's a real big, it's like shit, like 900 something square foot, two bedroom, big old kitchen, big old dining area. It's really nice. Mm-hmm. Got its own like private pool, pool and stuff. So yeah, it's it's a nice condo. How and um what does those go for down there? Like a two you man, said, I got it I got it for like 130 bucks a night. Oh no, no, I mean the price, like asking price like a Oh, price. something like that if you're gonna buy it. I've seen those go for around like one seventy. But you gotta always factor in a damn four or five hundred dollar a month HOA fee on top of that. So that's what that's what's the killer right there. You doing one seventy at an investment, probably like five percent interest. I don't know nothing about the taxes down there. You, yeah, it's a little rough. The HOA throws everything out of whack. See, but I, you would make your you make a lot of money during the summer. Summer or spring break. That's when you make your big bucks. Summer spring break. Spring and break. Then, you got to make sure you you got your cleaning because that's about to be the kick it crowd right there. <laughs> so you got to look at your cleaning and then. Like when does does it have a down season? Like when people just don't go? Yeah, the fall is pretty down. Really? Fall all the way through maybe December, and then um, Jan like winter Texans come maybe December, January, February, March, or just January, February, March, somewhere around that. You can get winter Texans that come down from the north and stay there for yeah. the winter. You know, you can rent it out month to month with them. But of course, you're not going to get as much money. You know, you might be used to in the summertime getting what three or four thousand a month or five thousand you know whatever depending on the condo but the winter texan will just rent it out for like twelve hundred a month you know what i'm saying yeah so but it covers it during the slow time a little bit has has spi's traffic picked up since spacex you know it's picked up because of because of covid when the texas started opening back up again uh, it's got a lot i mean it got a ton of bookings i don't i don't know if i don't think spacex is really affecting it too much yet because they haven't really launched, I mean, they've done like, 
maybe one little test launch or something like that. Right. But they haven't really, they haven't been sending anybody up yet. They out of Cape Canaveral, they sent some astronauts into space the other day. Remember, you saw that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was in Cape Canaveral, uh, Florida. But out of Boca Chica Beach, which is right there, you know, just south of South Padre, you can see it. Um, they haven't really sent, they haven't sent anybody up yet. So, but may, you know, if they start doing launches, yeah, that'd be, that'd be a big draw, I think. Yeah. I would see tickets with SpaceX down there, would, you know, be a big draw. People start coming down, you know, I think it would kind of affect like the seasonality possibly. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, but uh, they really haven't built anything for it. You know what I'm saying? Like a little uh, area where you, you a watching area or like a museum or either haven't built nothing for it yet. You know, you just go out there and you see the plot of land you kind of like see a little, a little rocket sitting there. That's pretty much it. See, speaking of something like that, because I've been working on my direct booking campaign real tough. Like I've been using like slick text. Uh, I've been creating like ways to do that. Like slick text for email text marketing, then MailChimp for email marketing. But I was thinking if you do something like that, maybe that could change the people that are coming. You could be direct to them. You may get a few more people, you know, out of season coming down there. Uh, Cause I, I've been doing that with all my listings. Now you've been doing direct mar- email marketing and text marketing. Hmm. Um, yeah. So, you know, Airbnb offers that new cleaning badge to let people know that you're <laughs> COVID cleaning, a COVID cleaner or whatever <laughs> you can opt in for it, you know, but. <laughs> just spray alcohol and everything. Right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how it works, but I was like, okay, Airbnb, but, <laughs> but it definitely is picking back up, but I've been focusing so hard on direct bookings, man. Um, I gotta try to, I gotta get there. I gotta figure out, I gotta change my marketing strategy really tough. So. Mm-hmm. AJ told us about direct bookings, man. He does that hardcore, right? Yeah. In his, his ways. I like his way. Uh-huh. I, I'm just, I'm pretty much, I'm using his way. I'm just trying to automate it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Obviously you're always trying to automate everything. Yeah. Yeah. So I came <laughs> up, I found slick text where I can automate it and I, and it worked. I, I went through every, I, I had my VA scrub, 1800 phone numbers oh shit ask guess and we put them into a slick text and we shot them a text message so yeah have, have you respond a lot of response well i had two people respond most okay. people don't respond to text messages mainly to let them know that you're there and it just sent them a link hey thank you for staying with share bnb here's a link to our direct booking website uh, <laughs> it was crazy one of the people who did send a response back she's like i remember you guys you canceled on me i was like oh shit <laughs> here's one thing i would uh, suggest to the to the listeners out there about um on the on the guest end if you're going to be a guest at airbnb um always and maybe you'll already do this but this is what i always do always get the information you know kind of become friendly with the with the host and then tell them i initiated say hey nick i love your spot next time i'm in town maybe we can deal directly and then they won't get all the airbnb fees and then, like, all the different freaking fees that the city charges and the state charges. I mean, it's like, man, shit adds up, dude. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we can do – I've said – I've done that before, and I've just dealt directly with them. With all these freaking cash apps and stuff, man, the cash apps, Venmos, all this stuff, you, oh. you, don't, even, you don't even need it, you know, Airbnb or nobody. You can really use your porter. Use your porter, and it'll create – I use your porter. It created the website for me, sets up the payment through Stripe, get the payment in your, in your bank account and you can hold the card. So if they break anything, boom, you just charge them the security deposit mm. straight up, man. Yeah. PayPal works, cash app, Venmo, all that. It's, it's too many ways to receive payment out here, man. 
it, it is, man. I had to I had to receive some money through the um through my um Square app the other day from my rental from my long term rental. That's you know the 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 first guests that are the first uh, renters that ever rented my first long term rental. <laughs> They're still there. It's going on like four years now, right? Which is good, but you know sometimes they get a little late on the rent, and so I had to like had to come come to Jesus text text stream with them. <laughs> and I was like. And they they pulled the COVID thing on this time. <laughs> the, <laughs> the COVID thing. But this was a, it was it was obviously not probably not a truth. There she was saying that um you know they've she's been sick and then the, her job you know wanted her to test for COVID and the test results don't come back for a week or two. Come on, man. <laughs> she's waiting for her COVID test results, <laughs> like. As a listen, I gotta start charging you late fees because you're gonna if you're late tomorrow, I gotta start charging late fee. This is what's gonna be, and then after that, expect an eviction notice because I can't do business like this. I gotta pay my mortgages, and um, and she's and she, and I was and, oh, cause she had mentioned that she didn't have because she can't leave the house, she can't go to the bank and then you know put the money in my bank or whatever. I was like, check it out, I got I can accept credit card. I got Square, <laughs> so. So after I did that, you know, that come to Jesus talk with her, she paid. She paid the rent with, oh, the, with, with the credit card. The thing is, it took the damn fee out of me. I mean, it's a 2.9% fee, oh, dude. dude. Yeah, it charges me that fee. It don't charge her. And so, and she she told me, well, this is nice. This is convenient. You know, I, I think I want to pay like this all the time. I was like, well, I absorbed the fee this time. But if you're going to, if you, you're welcome to pay with the, with Square, but I'm gonna have to charge you 2.9 on top of it because that's what they're charging me. She said, "Ah, never mind. I'll just go to the bank." Because <laughs> that's a big, that's a big chunk right there, man. Heck yeah, yeah. You you definitely roll that over. Like, hey, you better send that 2.9 with it. You yeah. Know? Oh. And I had um, corporate long-term corporate renters before, and they paid. He preferred to pay with a credit card instead of paying me with a check every month. And so he, so I, I, I accepted Square payments from him, but I just added a 2.9% charge on top. I told him about it. I said, are you cool with this? He goes, yeah, sure. And so he paid that plus the fee. But I guess with his, with his job, it was easier to just pay with the credit card. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So many ways, dude. So many ways. And everybody better have every single app. So there'd be no excuses out there. <laughs> really? There's so many ways to send payment. Like I use that remit, remit, remitely app just to pay my guy in the Philippines. I love it. Just like that done. It's in a matter uh-huh. of seconds. So Nice. That a buddy of mine at work told me about you. You have Cash App. You have the Cash App. Mm-hmm. That's how okay. I pay some of my uh, contractors for my. Uh, okay. Do you know they have like their own little kind of debit card thing, Cash App debit card? I seen it, but I ain't never used it. I seen it though. Yeah, it's free. He and the way what he likes to do, like if he him and his wife are gonna go on trips or whatever, because it's backed by Visa, right? Mm-hmm. Or if they're gonna go to the store, they're gonna go pick up something and pay like a certain amount. And he don't want to carry all his credit cards and stuff. What he you can load it from your phone, just load exactly how much money you want to spend on it, and then that's what it loads, that's what it does to the um that's what's on the card. Mm-hmm. Nothing more, nothing less. And so you can only if someone robbed that card, that's it. You know, they can only they could only um get away with that fifty bucks or whatever you put on there, you know what I'm saying? If they can, if they use it in time. But so it's like uh you can preload your you can preload your own debit card. I don't know. I thought it was like a cool idea. And I was, I was wondering if I could use it. Like if I go to Mexico and stuff, or if I leave a card down there in Mexico, you know, help, help, help out family down there. I could just load a little bit of money if they need it, something like that. But 
I think you could at first, but I don't think you could use it internationally anymore. But what I thought it was a was a cool thing. Like if you um, you know, when the kids grow up, they want to go go movies or they want to go do something, right? Just um, all right, you know, here's I'm gonna give you this card. I'm a little fifty bucks on it. So that way, I'm not gonna give them my other card. You know, they can spend, they can go out and spend some stupid amount of money. This that's all they can spend is on that card. You just preload oh. the amount, and then here you go. You go have fun. You know. Oh, that's good that's, for your that's kids. All this, yeah, that's what I was saying. I thought that'd be pretty good cool. for your kids. Anyways, there's 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 a many many uh, payment options out. There's too many. There's so many, man. It's crazy. Yeah. So you added some notes. What'd you put? I'm 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 curious. Oh no, I was saying you know just summing up some stuff. But yeah, man, that's a uh, you know that is a good way. You know, payment methods, different payment methods, take payment. Uh, is COVID I- over with? <laughs> <laughs> it was over with when i saw the the protest and riots happening i was like what like we ain't doing covid no more <laughs> that's crazy i'm done with the whole covid thing man i'm done with it yeah hey, if you wear a face mask don't wear a face mask that's your business I, i'm not about to judge but I, i'm done with the whole covid thing i'm like i think it was something bigger at play that i mean i don't want to sound like conspiracy theorists but it was just two covid race riots uh, 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 protesting, y'all showing people getting killed. You know, I don't know. Like it seems like y'all using black lot, black death to you know boost up something. I don't know what it is, man. It's something, but yeah, it's it's. I'm done with COVID. Now, if, and I've heard the conspiracy stuff too, and it's kind of, you know, it's a big coincidence. It's all happening at once. If if I look at, but if I step, if you step back and look at it like practically, okay, COVID happened. You know, government's overreacted. I, you know, I, I would think so. Uh, of course, poor countries are having real big trouble with it. But anyways, a country like ours where we could like kind of like, you know, kind of a good healthcare system and we can kind of social, we can kind of do things and we don't have to work. We don't, you know, government will take care of us a little bit, you know, not like a poor country. You don't work, you don't eat kind of thing. You got to get out there, you know, yeah. but we can kind of like stay at home for a little bit, work from home. We, we have options, you know, we're, we're a rich nation. So we could have done it differently, more responsibly, whatever, not to shut every single business in the world in the country down. But they did. And they shut down. They did lockdowns. They did all this stuff. <clears throat> and so not only were young people or young, you know, if, if I'm looking at it practically, I said a lot of people were, were stuck at home, no jobs, no school, no nothing, you know. And so, and then, so this thing happened at the exact worst time that it could happen, you know, the, the, the Floyd murder and by the, by the cop. And so that happened, of course, the protests right away. And then it just spread like crazy because all these people in this country had this pent up frustration, man, from just being locked down at home, told them they could, didn't have a job no more. There's no school to go to all this stuff. They just... It just like um, it just set off this bomb, dude. It's just like people were just ah, you know, like, you know, and people that you know, there's always people that are they're gonna do like go to the protests and do stupid shit. There's always gonna be that those kind of people, but I mean, there was a lot more this time. It seemed I mean, it was just going crazy everywhere, dude. So if you look at it in a practical sense, this COVID lockdowns really, really fueled the fire of these of the riots that happened. Yeah, it just seems like oh no. Like, after all this, it's like, was COVID even real? I mean, I think it was real, but it was like, I don't know. <laughs> it's too, so much stuff. It's just like, okay. 
So, <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, but Airbnb picked back up, you know. But uh, Airbnb picked back up, and I'm still working on my direct marketing because I ain't dependent on them. But yeah, I'm getting requests, boom, boom, boom. So it looks like the month of July is going to be hot. July, I would say COVID's pretty much over with because people are traveling. But I have noticed, I've noticed, like, have you gone to any restaurants since everything's been reopening? Yeah. They're empty. Empty. Like, they, they, I think they've scared the hell out of people. Oh, yeah. Big time. So people are like, hell no, I ain't going out. You know, I, I hear, <laughs> you know, and I, when I went, I think we went on a Saturday to a Jason's Deli off 20. Empty. Wow. Empty. It's but that's more like a buffet style, right? Or they didn't have the buffet up? Buffet, buff, they had like the little buffet style. And then Salad order, buffet? Yeah, you, you order it and they bring it to you. But it's empty, man. It's, I think they really just scared the hell out of people. Where yeah. To a point where it's, I think it's still going to affect the economy a little bit. I mean, it, it bounced back. The economy bounced back pretty good. But it's mm-hmm. still certain industries. I think they're just about to take a hit. So I've been tipping as much as I can to people when we do go out because we went out to two restaurants so far, three restaurants. And yeah, man, it's, it's bad out there. Hmm. Yeah. So I, um, I was going to say about the restaurant thing, um, the, uh, Chick-fil-A, man, they're still kicking ass. <laughs> You've been past the Chick-fil-A day, oh, man. They got light. Huh? I went to Chick-fil-A this morning. <laughs> you gotta love chick-fil-a man there'll be 40 cars in front of you You out of the line in five minutes i know right but st- man they, they haven't missed a beat no they haven't missed a damn beat dude and so um now there's restaurants that, that have transitioned well there's, yeah. there's transitioned well but um of course the ones that are just mostly make their money from sit down you know service now the 12th june 12th in texas they're gonna they're gonna it's gonna go phase three or whatever and it's gonna jump up to you can have 75 percent capacity in restaurants so i think a lot of restaurants are holding out because i mean at 50 percent capacity they're not gonna justify opening back up you know what i'm saying but i Even think at 75 percent they'll be like okay it's worth us opening back up getting all the workers back here make you know becoming fully full-fledged restaurant again See, but even at that, it's like, okay, you ain't even filling up the restaurants at 25%. People ain't even in line to come there. You know what I mean? A lot. And I think it's going to open up a lot of opportunity for like probably commercial real estate because a lot of these, I think you said it before, ghost bars. Oh, uh, the ghost, ghost kitchen. Ghost kitchen. Ghost yeah, kitchen. yeah, ghost no, kitchen. I think that could start really taking off because I think what COVID really taught people in this time frame is the convenience of what's really in front of you. Like commercial – Commercial buildings aren't needed for your staff. They can all work from home. Uh, and then people who are working from home, a lot of them are calling out uh, to restaurants to get it delivered, to get it, the, rest, the food delivered to them. So it's crazy. Now, have you seen Uber times? Like, if you call an Uber, it takes 15 minutes to get to your house. Uber's on a struggle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They ain't got well, two drivers out there. A lot of them took the unemployment. That's that's the thing too, man. Because they they said for the first time ever, gig economy people could do unemployment, and then self-employed people could do unemployment. Yeah. And I kind of I kind of chuckled at that last one. The the self-employed people can do unemployment because I'm like, how many contractors out there that do like you know that do odd jobs or they do the plumbing or they do roofing or they do whatever they do all these jobs that they can get paid cash on. You think? Hell yeah, I'm gonna, they're going to sign up for unemployment, plus get that 600 extra a week the government's throwing on top of your unemployment check. 
So that's 2400 extra a month you're getting for staying at home. You still think that they're not going to go out there and do these cash jobs on top of all that shit? <laughs> they're making bank, man. Man, what I was – look, if you're self-employed, technically you can always get unemployment if you've set everything up correctly. But, yeah, this time, yeah, people getting paid. Like, people can sit at home and fight a side hustle on the internet, collect unemployment, and get paid from the side hustle on the internet. You know what I mean? It's – I think you were the one said it. You're like, man, side hustle is about to go through the roof right now. I mean, people got extra time, man. A lot of people at home on unemployment, man. They couldn't pick up some side hustles. Yeah, and I think a lot of people are starting to see the power in time. Mm-hmm. They see the power. Once people, once people find power in time, man, it, it takes your mind to another level. You'd be like, oh, if I have this time, you know. So, so if, if you would have had this, the foresight, or any of us would have had the foresight to see that this COVID thing wasn't going to be as big deal as the government was making it out to be, you know, like millions are going to die and all this shit in our country. Man, if you would have just like, if people would have just been, man, this is the time to invest, 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 you know, when March hit, they'd have, they've been sitting pretty, man. You know, I mean, and you did some investing, but I mean, yeah. <laughs> you but know what I'm Also, saying? you got to realize too, though, the people that, the people that probably got laid off or whatever, they probably don't think like that, man. So that's what I said. It's always going to be opportunity because ain't never everybody ain't thinking like that. Because man, I'm talking when this thing hit, man. I was in stock groups, home buying groups, figuring <laughs> out how to do it. Man. Like, hey, if this there have to be another 08, man. I'm trying to make sure I get rich this time, you know. So I was doing as much as I can. I'm looking into forex now. I'm about to see if I can learn a little bit of that, you know. But I think you have so much time that you can just learn so much. In these last, when did COVID start? March. Uh well yeah right early March that's when everything went crazy. When did crazy. we go to lockdown? Is the question. I think that was. Um, right? We probably been in lockdown. Yeah, it was in March. It was in March when the lockdown started. Yeah, it was I've crazy. Been in March about three. Lockdown about three months. So. Yeah. But like my job, we still working from home. They ain't even said nothing about us going back into no office. Because they see it's not. What's the point? You know. I had mentioned to you, yeah, I had mentioned to you um, a goal I had in mind and, and um, I want to talk to a millionaire and I, and my goal was lofty. Yeah. You always put a big goal. I want to talk to a millionaire every day. Mm-hmm. That's my, that's my goal. Cause the knowledge they throw at you, man, is fuck, dude. I mean, it's, it's insane. And, and I, and I'll tell you, I talked to a, a certain millionaire who used to be on our sh- who came, who was on our show at one time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember Asaf from um, from Turnover BNB. Asaf, the CEO of Turnover BNB. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. So I talked to him about about that little business venture I had told you about a while back. You know, mm-hmm. and he straight. I mean, not he wasn't trying to be an a hole, but he just telling me straight up shit that I needed to hear, kind of thing. Yeah. You know. Not not sugarcoating it. Not oh, that's a great idea. Go try it. Now he's like, well, listen, this is this is what's this is why I won't make money. This is why I won't make money. This is why you know he just straight up tells. I mean, you get it like a wealth of knowledge. He's like, I'm not trying to discourage you, but I'm just telling you what I went through setting up my business and um, and he and and he was telling me all the stats on his business. You know, I won't get into it on the show, but I mean. He's doing good now, but it was a rough go, man. And he's a, and he and he knew how to do programming as far as like making a website, making an app, and stuff like that, which helped. So he could put a lot of sweat equity in it. And he goes, 
if we come up with an idea and we're say, oh, you know, we'll just make an app and then kind of make similar to like what Airbnb does or similar to what like um, Amazon does. Or so, oh, I got this great idea. I'm going to do this. No, nah, it ain't that easy, bro. It ain't. <laughs> Advertising for that's going to kill you. Advertising. Plus, he said he has like right now he has like 20 engineers working full time on his on his website. Yeah. And, and and we even brought up the whole um the whole um like Amazon thing because like and I told him I was like well yeah I guess I can see where you're coming from because like people are you know Walmart is a huge company and they're trying to do online sales but their 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 website sucks. <laughs> he said yeah because well Amazon spends billions on their website and all their software and they got like teams and he goes they got like fifty thousand engineers working on their website every day you know what I'm saying yeah. goes, whereas Walmart tries to I mean they're way behind they can't just make oh we're gonna do what Amazon does they don't work like that man <laughs> see in Walmart man people are gonna walk in Walmart regardless it's crazy Walmart does not get hit by Amazon have you noticed that right right yeah like I'm like what's their secret but I guess cheaper prices and they put their places in the right neighborhood too Walmart always, Walmart knows where to, you know, that one right across the street from, uh, Oh, it, volume shot up a lot. I'm um, about that one right across the street from, uh, Jerry's world. That was a good place. Walmart, Walmart knows what they're doing. So yeah. no, they, yeah, they do. They don't sugarcoat it. Uh, <laughs> they, and if you think about it too, I mean, who, who buys on Amazon? I guess a lot of people, you know, shit, a lot of people buy on Amazon. But you still have to have a credit card or you still have to have a debit card, right? Mm-hmm. I I know people. I mean, I know a lot of people that don't have checking accounts, man. That's just like, Damn. I know that's, you know, in the hood, they don't have checking accounts because <laughs> a lot of people. Oh, man, I know people in the hood with a checking account. Uh, they are. I know. I'm probably the majority. Oh, of them oh, oh. Well, it depends on what you do in the hood. If you have a checking account. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's a whole nother story. Uh, yeah, yeah. Never mind. I do know a few people without a checking account. <laughs> the the volume went up a lot. Did you did you hit something? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, but if you think about it, there's a lot of dudes out there that owe back taxes. There's a lot of dudes out there that owe back child support, and they they can't. They don't want a checking account because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uncle Sam can come and grab, put his hand in it, and get his money. <laughs> And I need to start a course on how to avoid. Ah, oh, never mind. I'm gonna sound like an asshole. No, how man. How to avoid paying your child support, but how to put money into different places that it can't be touched. I'm just saying. But uh, I'm. I'll talk about that's another. Story. Yeah, hit him up. Hit up Micah, and he'll. You know, he'll show you how to do that. Um, yeah. do you want to be? Do you want to be a coach? Yeah, I do a little coaching. I actually do coaching a little bit. You know, I have people I'm close to that I coach and then people I get coached from. You know, I have different masterminds that I'm in. So, yeah, definitely. I'm not aspiring to be, but people have asked me to do it, so I do it sometimes. But, yeah, no, that's one that I hear all the time. It's like, man, my child support taken. I'm like, man, put your money in a damn LLC account. They can't touch that shit. They can't go into the LLCs. And you ain't got to report it. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah, if they're make, yeah, if it's coming from your your paycheck at work, you you can't do nothing about yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. But if it's coming from outside of side hustle, you know what I mean. <laughs> they ain't going in your cash app account, bro. <laughs> FYI, I'm just saying. <laughs> I just tell people that I'm like, bro, it's so many. Like, all right, 
like I tell people this, like people who make different type of money in the hood. Let's say you're a drug. Alternative money. <laughs> yeah, let, alternative money, whatever. I'm not now. I'm not condoning drug dealing, but I'm saying, let's say you're a drug dealer and you selling dime bags. Hey, be smart about it. If you sell dime bags, get paid through Cash App, have them say it's for lawn service, blah, 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 on the little four thing when they send you the money. Put it in the LLC account, create a business, create it in the LLC account. Now it looks like you have recurring payments. If you get away with selling dime bags for two years, they start giving you money. Whatever it is you do, you know, you, you selling stuff off, stuff falling off trucks and you selling it, whatever it is. <laughs> it shows here you made, you, you cut 50 yards in one day, man. How you doing that? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You're cutting 50 yards in a day. It is what it is. <laughs> Hey, you know, but I'm just saying, I just tell you, man, there's so many ways to, you know, balance. I wanted to talk to you about, uh, well, not about selling weed, about, (laughs) I wanted to talk to you you about, about, you seem to have a knack for, for, for being organized. What's your, what's your secret sauce? What do you, how do you, how do you do that? And I'm real, real anal about that. Mm -hmm. I'm real anal about organization. Like, I don't like. Then I'm, I have OCD if I'm disorganized. I hate disorganization. Like, I got to know where stuff is. I create folders. I actually have a little task on my list to organize all my folders down here, which they're all organized, but I'm trying to get rid of paper, move everything to the cloud. But no, I, I just have – I, I do small stuff like three tasks a day. Um, I just organize everything, organize my desk. I like that little article you sent. I got to take another look at it. But, yeah, man, it's just a matter of – I'm just real – I don't do well in chaos. Once you know mm-hmm. that about, if you do well in chaos, you probably don't need to be as organized, I would say, but I don't do well in chaos. So I have to be organized. Mm. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, one thing that stuck out about that article I sent you was, um, it said like, uh, something like your, sometimes your business is only as successful as exists as successful as your desk is clean. And I was like, wow, that was like, Cause I'm not organized, man, and I uh, you'd probably like freak out if you saw how I have my setup sometimes. But man, I just to me, I'm more of the you know to make an omelet, you got to crack a lot of eggs kind of thing. <laughs> but but I really, really think I, I could like um, I, I could get more done if I was um, if I was more organized. So that's my next, that's my big goal right now. Um, a lot of times disorganization. Yeah, your your desk has to be clean because when you're ever like if your area is cluttered, your mind is now cluttered. So organization is it's one of them things where one you have to clean up your space around you, and then you have to set up tasks for yourself. You know how many tasks you can get done in a day. Set up those tasks and only do those tasks. Then you start. Then you you train your brain to be organized. I'm doing this, this, and this today. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like in at work, like like at my job, we do. Um, we have a daily rundown with everything we're doing that day. I have the same system at my house, at my house with after I clock out, this is what I'm doing for my business today. These three things and I'm done. I'm not doing anything more, anything less. And it starts training your mind to be organized. Um, but I really learned organization. When I was like in the sixth or seventh grade. My parents had put me in this private school. And what they did is every day you can do, this is the crazy part about this school. 
you can do however much work you want to do, but you just have a deadline to when it has to be done. But you can do whatever. If you don't want to do nothing that day, you ain't got to do nothing. You can go after you can, you have a playground time. You can sit at your desk, and not do nothing, twiddle your thumbs if you wanted to, but it, it teaches you how to be organized and it teaches you uh, a lot of self discipline. Yeah. Self discipline. So that's where I got that. Oh, yeah. wow. What school is that? Uh, it was up in the Northwest. It's, it's a uh, really small private school. And that's where I learned like organization. Um, it was like, uh, like if you want your kids to have it, go send them to like a Montessori school. Oh, wow. Like, that's Yeah. Montessori school. And they'll teach you self-discipline. So like, it'll teach you not to procrastinate. Yeah. So that's kind of how I learned it. You've heard of that marshmallow test with kids, right? Yeah. That's 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 cool to tell our to tell our uh, listeners if they haven't heard about it that they did a test back in the I don't know the seventies or something mm-hmm. where they where they they put these two mar- they put a marshmallow in front of these two kids right or these kids in this in this room and they said all right if you could you you have the choice you could eat this marshmallow now and I'm gonna leave the room for ten minutes but if I come back in ten minutes and you haven't eaten your marshmallow I'm gonna give you another marshmallow. Mm-hmm. And so these are little kids, man. He said a lot of them, you know, ah, they couldn't stand the pressure. Oh, they freaking ate the damn thing, you know. And then, but there's some, yeah, but there's some that waited. All right, just got to hold it out for ten minutes. He comes back. Okay, the ones with marshmallows. Here's two marshmallows. And it said they followed these kids throughout life. And he goes, and those, the ones that were able to delay it, you know, delay gratification, were the ones that were the most successful as the kids. I yeah. was like, that's pretty cool, man. That makes sense. And a lot of what we're doing in real estate, you know, of course there's cash flow and stuff like that, but a lot of what we're doing is delaying gratification with the buying rentals, buying hold, you know, you know, let it pay, pay down the mortgage, pay for itself one day. Cause in the future we'll have a paid off house, you know, ready to rock. Cause buying holds the wealth game. You're right. Yeah. You got to wait. You know, if you have delay, if you have delayed gratification, man, a lot of, that's a lot of huge part of self-discipline, dude. Having delayed gratification, being able to take it a day at a time. Mm-hmm. you can get there you know yeah but yeah I, I, I took this whole quarantine man i've been taking this time to read books learn skills learn the stock market it's just man it's like they said if you don't come out of this quarantine with a new skill it wasn't time you lacked it was was it, it was discipline it was discipline so now you, you get you got like OCD a little bit. Do you, you you have like a thousand businesses in your head? You you're always thinking of trying to another business. You are you're so focused now. Yeah, I'm focused. Like if something hits my table that can be a business, I'll, I'll look into it. It's funny before this before we did start doing this, uh, I was just talking to Mahogany about her business, and um, like you know I was giving her some tips on her her business and like how she, to do it. You know, certain things. Um, but yeah, I'm very focused, you know, um, cause I was telling her, okay, you do like, okay, I'm gonna use me for example. I do real estate. You know, some, somebody wants something about real estate. I can make it an opportunity for cash, you know, Hey, if you want to take my time to do this, yeah, I'll sell you my time or I'll just sell you a course or something else, or here's the information. You know what I mean? And I was telling that we'll use that same uh, strategy with fitness, you know, if somebody doesn't want to buy this, but they want your time, then you need to charge them for your time or you already have that time automated into something that you can just sell. So it's about, I'm real estate and short-term rentals, but I can either sell you my time or I can give it to you in a package format. It's just ways to control your time, 
you know, be focused on what you want to do. Time is money. Yeah, man. I ain't gonna lie, man. A lot of I went. A lot of the guests on this podcast have really inspired me. People named Adam always have some good stuff. <laughs> For real, Adam Johnson and Adam James, man. AJs, man. You always got AJs. AJs be knowing what they're doing, man. For real. Shout out to the AJs, Adam Johnson and Adam James. They they always have some stuff going on, you know, and it's really inspiring. I'm like, man, that's just what I needed. It's the inspiration. Once I had that, I can go. I'll do it. Oh man, yeah. It's, we've had some great guests on this show, man. It's been so this been worth it. You know, yeah, these next few years, all 2020, I want to buy it all throughout the 2020s. I want to be buying three houses a year, maybe for the next five years, so three a year for the next five would be good. Man, when you get that bird going, shit, man, that's keep, keep buying another house with the same dollar. Every, every exactly. time. You can't man, beat that, man. <laughs> you can't beat that. I love the bird strategy. You cannot beat that. Shit. So. Well, tell the, tell the in case this is the first episode that people have heard. I'm sure most everybody's heard of the Burr method already, but could you explain it to them? Yeah, the buy, rehab, rent, refinance, repeat. So you pretty much buy a property, rehab it. After you get it up in rehab, no, buy it, rehab it. After you get it rehab, you rent it. Once you're renting it, after you rent it for six months, actually, six months I think is the time frame, you can go ahead and refinance all your money back. Or you have to run your numbers to make sure you're getting all your money back. Then buy, rehab, rent, refinance, and then repeat the process. Mm-hmm. So you refinance it. Hopefully, you've um, you've got enough equity in it to pull you know all your money back out mm-hmm. and use that same money on the next project. That's cool. Yeah, but that, that's that six month seasoning thing that that'll that would prevent you from doing three houses a year, right? If you're trying to burn three houses a year, got to get into hard money. Hard money and private money. Get get those streams of income coming in. Get those streams of those, those networking skills. Get the hard money, the private money. And that's what I'm working on right now. I have tasks to do that. So then I can be doing three three at once. But I'm really trying to do it like I kind of have a time frame. Uh, I'm trying to buy one for my birthday, one for Mahogany's birthday, and one for Malachi's birthday every year. So that'll put me at 333 and then give this something to celebrate, you know. So Sweet. Yeah, so we'll be hustling real, real tough at the beginning of the year because Mahogany's birthday is March. My birthday is May. Malachi's is September. So that's my goal, three a year, until we're financially independent. That's a good goal, man. You get there quick. Yeah, man, you can. You can. I might even do four a year. Three years is the minimum. You know, that's that's our minimum. Then you've got to start building teams so they can start doing them for you. You know what I'm saying? See, because this one – I technically this this one and it's crazy like when you set yourself up to do something stuff just falls in your lap like I was literally bidding on another house and then while I'm bidding on this house my dad was like man it's only like an hour left on this auction over here nobody was bidding on this thing man and I was like oh shit so I hopped over and I started bidding on this other house and boom we got it It it's crazy it was like five minutes left and I start bidding so I'll wait till like five two three minutes left and that's not start bidding wow yeah we got lucky man i was like yo this might be a hit and he was like yeah all you need hopefully we only got to put like 30 into it but we got to put more i ain't tripping you know we got lines of credit set up so sweet yeah cool man it's good touching base with you again heck yeah man we got to start doing it we got i think we got a guest tomorrow right we got a guest yeah tomorrow. we got a guest yeah yeah so once we get that one we'll be back on it man we just uh had a little slight, slight, got some COVID and then a bunch of other stuff started happening. So, 
Be <laughs> back at it. LLT don't quit. No, Do don't stop. Quit. Yes, sir. Well, cool, man. Well, people can where can people find us? Oh yeah, be sure to follow us on IG, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review, and we appreciate the love. And thanks for being listeners. LLT is out. TikTok. Oh yeah, yeah. Hit me up on TikTok, <laughs> man. I do be on TikTok. I I gotta start getting active on TikTok. I I really ain't been active on IG either. Like on the Live Like Thrive page, man, we've been having so much going on. But yeah, we we always active posting on there. So oh yeah, I think I'm about to get off my um full fully get off my um social media detox. Remember, I went when the whole so I I went into the social media detox when when this COVID thing started going crazy, and that's all people talked about, and uh, it's just all this craziness. We're all gonna die into the world bullshit. I just got off it. It was just. It was just giving me negative vibes, man. Yeah, so I just had, I had to, yeah, get away from. I had, it. I had to take a break from it for a minute, and so I probably I'm, I'm starting to dip my toe into it a little bit, you know. Yeah, don't worry, Maybe. man. If she get on now, everybody just talking about racism and shit. So that's the <laughs> <laughs> you, you ain't got to worry about that. Well, I don't know if you you might die, but, uh, yeah. but yeah, it's more about racism now. You know, I don't know what the next uh, wave gonna be. Yeah. Well, after this passes, which is starting to simmer down a little bit, and then here come the elections are just around the corner. So it's all going to be about the elections after that. And that's that's why I'm saying I don't know what all this shit was about, man. Elections, I don't know. If, oh, yeah. if the Republicans say, man, we'll use this COVID thing, tear up the economy, and then we'll bounce it back. The Republican, the Democrats be like, oh, well, we'll kill somebody up. We'll hopefully get the folks riled up, and they'll vote for it. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I know how the game works, and I know how Democrats play theirs. I know how Republicans play theirs. One, it, 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 it's all political, man. Exactly. And hey. and, and and it's it's funny because like, well, actually, I've never been more excited about about watching debates in my whole freaking life than this one that's coming up. It's gonna be Trump versus Biden. They both old dudes saying crazy shit, right? And is it gonna be? Oh man, just get your popcorn. I'm gonna crack open the beer. I'm gonna enjoy these freaking debates. You don't vote for me. You ain't black. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. oh, that was hilarious, man. They had so many jokes on that dude. I think Keon Pill was. Like, Keon Phil was like he couldn't just stick to the script. <laughs> you know, it, 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 <laughs> not to get too political, but you think and people, if if you're if you're basing your happiness or your the where you're at in life on on if of a Republicans in office or a Democrats in office, you, you're jaded, man. It's not. It don't matter who's in office, you can be successful. Straight up, or you can be unsuccessful, possible. and. Um, so this is the funny part, you know, and and minorities mostly will say, you know, Democrat, Democrat, Democrat. The Democrats don't care about you. They already got your damn vote. What they want is the moderate white votes. That's what they want. The, the Democrats and the Republicans are both fighting for that moderate white vote. You know what I'm saying? Because the Republicans know Republicans. I mean, they. I know there's exceptions to the rule. Republicans mostly got the white vote, white male, whatever, you know. I think so. White male middle class. They 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 mostly got that vote. Let's see, we're getting political, but whatever. This is my theory. And and then the the Democrats say, oh, we don't have to go. You know, we don't have to. We don't have to go try in the hood because we know we're going to get all the hood votes. You know, we're. we're, I'm not saying all people or Mexicans are in the hood. They might. 
<laughs> I'm just saying. So they, a lot of them think they got this vote in the bag, they got that vote in the bag. So they're voting for the, the moderate white vote is what, in my own opinion, the ones that are on the fence. That's what they want. You know what I'm saying? But that don't always happen. That don't always happen. It could be. <laughs> what is your theory? Go ahead. Come on. Let's, fuck it. Let's keep, keep it real. Keep it real. Keep it real. I think Republicans go, uh, aim for to get the poor white vote and Democrats aim to get the poor black vote. That's how I'll be looking at it. Like their strategies. I could see their strategies. Like oh, yeah. Trump played right into their hands. I was like, well, you know who's voting for him? I was like, for real, like, like he played right into their hands. And then like Biden does it too, but he fucked up with the whole you ain't black thing. <laughs> like, damn. He got that comfortable yet. Yeah. He got too comfortable at the cookout. You gotta be like, hold up, Biden. <laughs> you get checked up out of here. <laughs> you know, you let him and the Clinton Clintons, they be getting a little too comfortable at the cookout too, man. Taking their shoes off. Like, nah, player. But, you know, I'm going to get off the politics. <laughs> but, yeah, man, that's just crazy out here. Shout out, to, shout out to Charlemagne. Charlemagne to God. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Charlemagne. That's the dude right there. But, yeah, man, that's crazy stuff. He, he always has some good interviews. He pulls it out of them, man. He pulls it out of people. He knows how to pull it out of anybody. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't sound right, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely, definitely. But yeah, it's crazy out here, man. Well, it's going to be. Either way, I'm not saying what I. I personally don't care for either party, but, you know. Me neither. And, you know, and it's funny, you know, how rich people, how rich people um, donate money. They, they donate money 50% to one side of the aisle, 50% to the other side of the aisle. 50% Democrat, 50% because they want to cover their bases. Whoever wins, you know, they help them get in there. So they're going to repay them with favors. So one of these, I've one of these, been telling uh, people that's how you're supposed to vote. One of these payroll protection things come through, they're gonna be the first ones to get the money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, whoever keeps the uh, us uh, keep uh, keep on keeping on whatever y'all doing. But uh, yeah, man, it was a good show. We are out. Later. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Live Let Thrive. Be sure to tune in next week for all the latest in the world of Airbnb and all that entails. Bye-bye.